The Junkcast Podcast and The Gospel According to Stupid are brought to you by AudibleTrial.com. Now, I know you folks are hearing all sorts of podcasts and all sorts of things, and all sorts of people are like, you should join Audible right now, and it'd be super cool and stuff like that. Well, you know what? The Cast Podcast and Gospel is According to Stupid just want to give you a trial into this. A trial? I'm not on trial for anything. I just serve my nickel, motherfucker. No. What we got here is I can give you a trial, a trial test run, if you will, of Audible if you'd like. Now here's the deal. If you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Podcast, you can get some kick-ass stuff. What's that? You get Audible for an entire month for free. You get a free book on top of that. Any book you want. You just, I want to find out what Moby Dick's about. I want to find out what this book is about. Whatever. And on top of this, if you talk to me, if you send me an email that is the, the top of my show notes all the time, I will send you one of my free books for free. You just type in some codes and stuff like that. You just make an account. You just sign yourself up and you're done. And you have 30 days of audible.com to just explode your earballs with. There's no way to lose at this. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Anywho, give it a try at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Podcast. Hey kiddos, welcome back to another episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm John Waters, and I want to thank you guys for doing such a crazy good job of listening to my show last week. There was a bunch of you. I saw three digits of views uh, on my uh, SoundCloud counter thingy, so thanks a lot. There's probably a lot more of you uh, in the, uh, probably the Apple iTunes area. So, you know what? Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And if you left a review... Uh, much more appreciative. I, well, not as much, I, you know, I, I like y'all. Y'all good. I hope you liked it. Those first couple of episodes and things, they did pretty good. Um, welcome to the Cast Podcast, like I said before. We're in the Moby Studios, as we always are. Uh, if you like this show, well, of course, the Cast Podcast is another place you can go to to check out some things and, uh, really get a good dosing of what it really sounds like to be me and not reading, you know, the Bible. Um... Moby the cat, you might hear once in a while. She, uh, he's being a bit uh, spastic and stuff. Um, yeah, so here we are. Uh, if you have, oh, if, uh, of course, if you have any thoughts, concerns, whatever you have, you, um, you can go ahead and send an email to according to stupid at gmail.com. Maybe you have some thoughts, concerns, questions. Maybe I helped you out on something, or maybe I'm just misrepresenting your entire religion, which is probably very fair. Um, you can go ahead and send some line to that. Uh, it's in the show notes. Good stuff. Um, so let's just get down to it. Let's start the drinking game again uh, with Numbers uh, chapter 12, right? Right. All right. Here we go. Everybody, buckle up. Uh, numbers chapter 12. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. <laughs> so we're starting this off already with a lover's dispute or a marriage dispute of like, hey, uh, Moses, uh, just throwing it out there. Uh, so you married an Ethiopian woman, right? You were supposed to be married to me, right, right, right? Yeah, fuck you. Right? That was, no, it's Zipporah, right? Like, oh, Miriam and Aaron spoke to Moses because of the Ethiopian. So are they speaking to him about, oh, I've, I got that mixed up, because Miriam and Aaron are 
brother sister, right? Or whatever. I don't know. Uh, and Moses married Zipporah, if I remember right, before. And I'm assuming she's the Ethiopian woman or he marries a new Ethiopian woman. I don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, and they said, hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. So, I mean, they're going to question this, going like, hold on, is Moses the only one who's being a conduit toward the voice of God? Because um, we hear it. Now, the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. So Moses is the weakest of all the people that God decided to choose to speak his um you know, thing to. So he's shaking a stick, making blood out of the Nile and things. It's just a mess. Uh, and the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam, Come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out. Hey, uh, what you mad about? And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. Here's the thing. If you're speaking to them already in life and so on, cloud, and going, hey, fuckers, if a prophet comes around... I'm going to come to him in a fucking dream, not a fucking reality, motherfucker. So you calm the fuck down and just do your own thing, okay? Bam, deal with it. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful and on mine house. So he's not a prophet. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even, even though I'm speaking to you, even apparently, and not in the dark speeches. And the, and the similitude of the Lord shall, be, shall he behold. Wherefore, then, ye, uh, were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Uh, always? I don't think they ever had a problem speaking against him. Um, like, even before the whole, you know, plagues business. Uh, so, this seems rather like a backwards thing. I'm going to speak to him mouth to mouth, not to you. Are you speaking to us mouth to mouth? As far as I know, this is as close as he's gotten to speaking to other people. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, clearly. Uh, and he departed. I'm mad. Poof. God is mad. Uh, and the cloud departed from the tabernacle and behold, Miriam became leprous. Oh, shit. Fuck. White as snow, and Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Because, of course, we have to attack the lady in this. Uh, pfft, oh, fuck! And she became leprous, and Aaron saw unto Moses, Alas, my lord, I beseech thee, lay not the sin upon us, wherein we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned. Which I'm not really sure they have sinned. I'm really not sure. This seems rather cruel in mine eyes, but, you know, fuck it. God decided to be like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna just contradict myself immediately and fuck you guys over uh and by the way miriam has his leprous now enjoy bye Pfft. uh let her not be as one dead of whom the flesh is half consumed when he cometh out of his mother's womb you and moses cried unto the lord heal her now O god i beseech thee they're like holy fuck and the lord said unto moses if her father had but spit in her face should she not be ashamed seven days um I, I'm not sure that, okay. Uh, let her be shut out from the camp seven days, and after that, let her be received in again. <sighs> okay. So, if her father had but spit in her face, should she not be ashamed seven days? 
I mean, that's fair, I suppose, but, be, you know, being, uh, if we assume God is the father of us all, and if leprosy is the spit in this, seven days is the thing? Up oh, once again, what the fuck, God? Uh, and Miriam was shut out of the camp seven days, and the people journeyed not till Miriam was brought in again. And afterward, the people removed from Hazaroth and pitched in the wilderness of Paran. Okay, so we left Hazaroth, and now we're in Paran. After this weird leprosy bit. Uh, no drinking from that one. No drinking at all. Alright. This one might be a very short episode, guys, so you might be looking forward to that. Enjoy. Uh, numbers number 13. Uh, chapter 13. I guess. Hey man, in case my beginning roll didn't really sell you, I'm gonna try a mid-roll on this one, so hear me out www.audibletrial.com forward slash John podcast will get you an audible.com trial absolutely free. All you got to do is just sign up for an account. It's really easy. You could probably do it from your phone, dude. Like, easy peasy. So, it's in the show notes. It's right there. It's all labeled. You just click some stuff, press some buttons, and man, within probably less than three minutes, and I might time you. You can get yourself some free audible.com kickassityness. Also, on top of that, you send me an email going like, I hear you got some free books, man. Are you the free book dude? You can send that off to me and I will send you a free book that you just type in a promo code after you start ordering it and you get that for free too. So you get like 30 days for free, you get a book of your choice, and you send an email off with like maybe six words at best and I get you a second free book. You have hours of fun that'd like fill up that whole time. Think about like movie rentals and things and how much you spend on that. This is free for a month. Like, why would you not? Really? Like, what's keeping you? So 13. Okay. Here we go. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, and every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them. Okay, where am I sending them? And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of his, uh, Israel. So we're going to get this shit again. And these were the names of the Afak uh, and the tribe of Reuben, Shamua the son of Zakur, of the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat. That's what it says. Shaphat, son of Hori. Uh, I bet. The tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. The tribe of Issachar, Igal, the son of Joseph. What terrible name. And the tribe of Ephraim, Osha, Oshia, the son of Nun. And the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, the son of Raphu. And the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi. And the tribe of Joseph, again, namely, the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi. Susi. Uh, of the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of uh, Gemali. Of the tribe of Asher, Sether, and the son of Michael. And the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Vuf, Vos, Vops, Vopsi, Vopsi. Vopsi. Uh, the uh, tribe of Gad, Guel, the son of Machi. These are the names of the men which Moses had sent to spy out on the land. And Moses called Ashia the son of Nun, Jehoshua. Jehoshua. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said unto them, Get you up this way southward, and go up 
into the mountain and see the land, what it is and the people that dwelleth therein, where uh, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and the cities that they be dwelling in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, and be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was uh, now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. Okay, so we're going back into Canaan, which was originally the promised land, right? Right. So I need you to check out this place, make sure it's good. Who lives there? Because I'm only going to imagine that these uh, Hebrews are going to take it from these folks. But maybe, just maybe, they go like, hey, uh, mind if we share? And everything worked out great. Did it? Probably not. Uh, so here we are. We're going to try to get into the land of Canaan by spying on it. Because, you know, you want to be ahead of the game. You send out scouts to spy on it. Uh, in the springtime, I'm assuming, which is what the time of the first grapes are. First ripe grapes. So they went up and searched the land of the wilderness of Zin unto Rahab, as men uh, come from Hamath. And they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron, where Ahiman, Sheshai, and Talmai, the children of Anak, were. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan of in Egypt. This means nothing. This means nothing. Uh, and they came unto the brook of uh, Eshkol and cut down... Uh, from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they bear it between two upon a staff. And they brought uh, of the pomegranates and of the figs. So everyone's just doing their work. And the place was called uh, Eshkol because of the cluster of grapes, which the children of Israel cut down from thence. Um, okay. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. Okay, same amount of the rainfall thing. Great. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and shewed them the, land, uh, the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, which probably means a whole lot of nothing. So there's some folks, they have some walls, they have some good food, seems like, a lot of pomegranates and figs. Uh, should be good for, you know, 400,000 or 600,000 people to uh, just march on in. Um, the uh, Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Good for them. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Okay, so he Caleb is the one going like, Let's fuck shit up. But the men that went up to him uh, with him said, We be not able to go up against the people. For they are stronger than we. Stronger than 600,000 people? Okay. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land though uh, through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of, great, of a great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come, to, uh, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. So let me get this straight. Caleb is just like, let's fuck shit up, and everyone's like, uh, you know what, what if we just said that the land is a pure shithole full of giants? 
that don't do much of anything, and that we are teeny tiny against these giants that just mill and walk about the land. Yeah? What if we did that instead? Okay? Alright. Alright. Cool. Uh, I can't leave you with a 13-minute episode. It just doesn't sound right for me to do so. So we're gonna move on to chapter 14, alright? We're gonna fill this thing out just to be a little bit bigger. <sighs> oh boy. Okay, so, uh, chapter 14. Still really not a whole lot of numbers. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that he had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in the wilderness? It's a fair assessment. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return unto Egypt? Again, well founded. And they said to one another, let us make a captain and let us return into Egypt. Eh, kind of a step backward, I would say. But to be fair, not a great thing. When Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel and Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, uh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. Uh, look, I'm just ripping my clothes apart. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, the, the land which we pass through to search it is an exceedingly good land. Great. If the Lord delight in us, then, we, uh, then he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. A lot of promises with this milk and honey business. And yet, I remember, I think, in Exodus it said, oh, by the way, Canaan had a plague. Um, it was terrible. Anyway, uh, so they're hoping that, yeah, maybe this place would be great. Only rebel not ye against the Lord. Hmm. Uh, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are, uh, bred for us. Ugh. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. So we're gonna kill some bastards that apparently are just living their fine lives, and we decide to kill them. But all the congregation bade stone them with stones. So all four of these guys, like, stone them! And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. Because, you know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't have your uh, two guys be, uh, be murdered and then, you know, rampant. Plus this whole, like, questioning whether or not they all should have died. It's kind of a big deal. Plus, 600,000 people go on like, fuck, this is... Uh, pretty loud. And the Lord said unto Moses, uh, how long will this people provoke me? Probably a while. And how long will it be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have shewed among them? To be fair, O God, you have not been doing, you've been doing a good job in the beginning and then you slacked the fuck off. You made Miriam motherfucking leprous with just like a, you speaking out of motherfucking turn, motherfucker. And uh, you burned people for the wrong incense. You murdered about four. Th you had people kill each other over a fucking calf and probably killed several more for drinking molten gold in the water. I can't imagine you're winning a lot of points here, dude. I will smite them with the pestilence. Ah, fun. And disinherit them. Disinherit them and will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than they. Uh, them being the other guys, I'm assuming. And Moses said unto the Lord, Then the Egyptians shall hear it, for thou broughtest up this people in thy might from among them. So we're going to smite Egypt again for no reason, just for shits and giggles. 
and they will tell it in the inhabitants of this land, for they have heard that thou, Lord, um, art among this people, that thou, Lord, art seen face to face, and that thy cloud standeth, uh, standeth over them, and that thou goeth before them by daytime in a pillar of a cloud and in a pillar of fire by night, which is awesome. Now if thou shalt kill all this people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of thee will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he sware unto them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness. Uh, are we still talking about killing 600,000 people, or are we killing the people who are in the land of Canaan currently? Very confusing. And now I beseech thee, let the power of the Lord be great according as thou hast spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering. Of what? And of great mercy, eh. forgiving iniquity eh. and transgression, eh. and by no means clearing the guilty. Yeah, that, that one's there. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth. Ah, we have some numbers, third and fourth. Two drinks, everybody. Third and fourth generation. Uh, pardon, I beseech the iniquity of this people, standing unto the greatness of thy mercy, as thou hast forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. Again, I'm going to throw out there, this has not been a good journey for anybody. So, uh, you know, hmm. And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as I live, all this earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. And it wasn't before... Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now these ten times, ten times, ten, and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers, neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. I'm not sure they provoked you. I think they just left. It's kind of like being like, you left my party. Fuck you. We, it was three in the morning. Fuck off. Uh, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit in him and hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereinto he went, and his seed shall possess it. I'm not, I'm very confused. What did Caleb do? He pretty much was like, let's kill everybody in there, right? Uh, now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwelt in the valley, parentheses, tomorrow turn you and get you into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, how long shall I bear this evil congregation which murmur against me? I don't know, till Thursday. I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel which they murmur against me. Man, you are just really, ugh. Say unto them, as truly as I live, I don't know if you do or not, saith the Lord, I mean, you are a cloud and a fireball in the sky, so I guess it's kind of, you're physically there now. But, uh, huh. as ye have spoken in mine ears, so will I do to you. Okay. Couldn't you speak into all of them? Couldn't that solve a lot of problems? Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness. Mm, they already have. And all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from 20 years old, ah, that's a drink, and upward, which have murmured against me, comma, Doubtless ye shall not come into the land, concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein, save Caleb the son of Jephanine, and Joshua the son of Nun. I, uh, it's easy to transgress against the Lord, it seems. But your little ones, which he said should be a prey, them will I bring in, and they shall know the land which ye have despised. 
I don't know if it was despised. It was mostly you we were despising, oh lord. We're very confused by this whole thing. Where we are literally wandering in the desert for 40-some years, and then we have to deal with a calf bullshit, the rules about leprosy, and apparently that's an outbreak. That Canaan at some point had a motherfucking um, uh, plague in it when you were like, yeah, that's your land, but <laughs> thank goodness you're all in Egypt, you know, for now, blah, blah, blah. And everything kind of works out this way, and then you just get pissed off about anything and everything. And now you're being just like, well, since you despise the land that I was going to give you back, you're just going to be in a fuck off, I think. Uh, but as for you, your carcasses, they shall fall in this wilderness. Mm, awesome line. Uh, what is this? 1340 to 32, whatever the hell. And your children shall wander in the wilderness 40 years again and bear your whoredoms. All right. Until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness. So a couple of years. After the number of the days in which ye searched the land, even forty days. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Forty years. There we go. Sorry, I got a drink for that. Uh, even forty days, uh, each day for a year, shall ye bear your iniquities. Even forty years, and ye shall know my breach of promise. I'm not sure. Was that a breach of promise against you, oh God? Because I'm not sure if it was. Because it seems like you're the one who can't really take any sort of criticisms. Anyway, two forties, right? Ah, all right. I, the Lord, have said, I will surely do it unto all this evil congregation, who are all of your people, so that's kind of still on you, man, that are gathered together against me in this wilderness, they shall be consumed, and there they shall die. Fine, bring it. And the men which Moses sent to search the land, who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him, which I'm still not sure that happened, by bringing up a slander upon the land, it seemed like Caleb was the one who started that. Being like, we should fucking take it. Uh, and, every, and apparently he was, I don't know, it sounded like he was the one going like, fuck it. Or maybe everyone else was like, maybe we shouldn't say anything. Maybe we should just ignore it. I don't know. I'm a little lost and I just read the damn thing. So mm, I'm a little lost. Even those men that did bring up the evil report upon the land died by the plague before the Lord. Uh, did they? All of them, I guess. All right, good to know. Uh, but Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephthah, which were the men of the search of the land, still lived still, and probably didn't murder the other couples. Uh, the, and Moses told these, saying unto all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. Did they? I really hope so. I hope there was some sort of voice change in there somewhere. And they rose up, uh, up early in the morning and got them up onto the top of the mountain, saying, Lo, we be here and will go unto the place which the Lord hath promised, for we have sinned again. Uh, and Moses said, Wherefore now do you transgress the commandment of the Lord? But it shall not prosper. Go not up, for the Lord is not among you. I'm confused. That ye be not smitten before your enemies. Uh, what? For the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you, and ye shall fall by the sword. Shall we? Really? They seem like okay people before. Because you are turned away from the Lord. Time out. We're following you, asshole. So are we actually following a wrong dude? Because you were turned away from the Lord, therefore the Lord will not be with you. So wait, hold on. The Amalekites and the Canaanites are going to come and kill us because they're not with the Lord, even though he's like, well, maybe I'll let him go or maybe I won't. I don't know. Do I? Don't I? Uh, and is it everybody? Are we now down to four again? Because it's that's it takes a long time to be uh, fucking around and be making more Hebrews. 
Uh, but they presumed to go up into the hilltop. Nevertheless, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and Moses departed not out of the camp, but he told us to? Maybe? I'm confused. Then the Amalekites came down and the Canaanites which dwelt in that hill and smote them and discomforted them, even unto Hormah. Okay, so the Amalekites killed the Canaanites, right? Good. Okay, cool. Uh, so this has nothing to do with our Moses group, right? I, like, I'm very confused. Who died? What's happening? Who's mad at who? Why is everyone mad? Why does God suck? Um, uh, I don't know. It's all very shitty. Um, and people just drop dead and their kids are going to start whoring for a couple of, for 40 years. Which... May or may not be a... Da, 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 da. Might not be a terrible thing. Um, but in that time and age, it was uh, it was not a great stuff to be doing. So there's that. Well, once again, we have a wonderful chapter of Numbers where God is not exactly doing a great job of, you know, winning any points or favors with anybody and being really bad about creative criticism. Uh, that's what I think. If you guys have any answers for me, I would love to hear them because... Uh, I'm just reading this as is, so I would love some feedback, love some thoughts, love some ideas of what's going on here, because uh, I'm a little lost. Uh, you can send that off to the uh, according to stupid at gmail.com. You can find that in the show notes and send that on off. Please subscribe, download, leave a review on uh, Apple iPod, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. You can find us on the Twitter page uh, at accord to stupid. Please come on, bring it. I I can take it, probably, maybe. I don't know. Um, and I hope uh, you guys keep on listening. I hope you had a good time. Uh, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Toodle oo.